Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, I thought you'd gone. All right, yeah. We're, That's we're, right. We're, we're, uh, <laughs> 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 fucking PPI. Let's put that in the intro. Let's go. <laughs> 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 All right, oh, let's get stuck in. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. We definitely recording. 100% recording. Right. Okay. I remember when Dev did this to us the other day. Look, we, we did about. We did it for ages. We did though, about we? an hour. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Eight minutes to record. Uh, all right let's roll all right because it's the gadget show so at the very least you should be able to record this it's not the gadget uh, that's how the- <laughs> all right so we're about to start today's show and before the pre-bit of the free show we just want to free get out there that i didn't i didn't press record and we recorded eight minutes and it's the so best the fucking mi- eight minutes right you'll <laughs> ever hear in your life and it's gone it's lost uh, forever it only exists between the people in this room and Ace overseas. Oh. We're going to have to say all the same fucking shit that we said before as this well. This is why it's good that we're professional broadcasters, yeah? So we can do this. Let's well, go. Well, let's, well I, I apologise, listener, right? But I'm not repeating any of the shit I said before, okay? All right? Because okay. it's going to be boring for me. So, <laughs> sorry. No, let's try, and, let's try and bust the same jokes. Right. <laughs> Challenge exactly the same jokes. Right. Your chat, your first challenge is though, Dev, is to read the read like you're not actually reading the read. Oh no, this would be good because I fucked it up the first time, so I'll yeah. do it probably this time. Yeah, All right, yeah. okay, good. All right, I'll start now. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook. Stop laughing at me. Stop laughing at me when I'm trying to read. Get a free audiobook download and 30 days free trial. It's 30 days free trial. By going to howtokillanhour.com forward slash free to get stuck into over 180,000 titles for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Be one of those smug pricks on the train when you're listening to something really funny and you'll just be there laughing with your headphones on and you you look like a smug, crazy prick person. Be one of them. That's howtokillanhour.com slash F-R-E-E. Audible.com. Audio that speaks to you. You just right called there. me a smug prick. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm one oh, of them guys. Oh, what, who listened to fun, yeah. something funny on the on the on the on the train and then laughed to yourself. So do I. I in yeah. fact, I, I've listened to previous episodes of the po- of this podcast and done the same thing. Hey, and also thank you very much to everyone who has been rating, subscribing, and commenting on How to Kill an Hour on the podcast using their podcast app on their phone. Because a lot of people listen to us with their Apple phone, and if you haven't got one, obviously. 
you uh, you've got an Android or whatever. You're you're lame. You're a, Wait, you're, what are you doing? Yeah, Who hasn't got an iPhone? You fucking loser! <laughs> I saw someone pull out a BlackBerry with buttons in front of me the other day. I was like, what "The fuck is wrong with you, man?" But if you have got one of those, Dev, get yeah. yourself an iPhone. You loser, and you can't afford it. Um, Dev, so. So, can't afford it. You're talking about you can get like a contract phone is not that much. You don't pay the full whack. Are, well, you know, they're not cheap though, are they? Come on. Smartphones. If you live in Britain and you ain't got an iPhone, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> if you live in any developed Western society and you ain't got an iPhone, you're a fucking loser. Wow. I saw a, a documentary, right? <laughs> on a, a that same tribe one I was talking about last time. Yeah? There's yeah. a guy sat in a hut out in the middle of the plains of West Africa, he's got a fucking mobile, right? And okay. it's one that can take pictures as well. So if fucking, you know, fucking Olu, <laughs> right? If, if Olu out in his hut, yeah, um, has got a mobile phone, why haven't you got an iPhone? If you haven't got an iPhone, though, com will look after you because we're on SoundCloud, we'll be on MixCloud very soon, and we're on Citra Radio, and we're on TuneIn app as well, so you can check us out cool. on all of those things. I'm going to sit closer to the mic so my voice is more intimate and there in your go. eardrums. That's what I like to do. I, just, I, don't, I don't feel like shouting today. No. Let's get stuck into the show. You serious? Hey, I'm Marcus Bronzy. Hello, I'm Dev. And hi, I'm Ace. And this is How to Kill an Hour. Plenty of ways to kill an hour out there, but right now you're killing an hour with us. I like that. That was like, the way we introduced ourselves was like we were a boy band or something. Like, yeah. Hi, I'm Marcus. I am Dev. I am Ace. And together we are... <laughs> that was... I don't know. I was just taking the high pitch. Together bit, yeah. we are... Uh, 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 what will we be called? Uh, Ace, Dev... One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be mad, Marcus, Ace, and Dev. There you go. Or damn, if you want to switch it around. Yeah, that's our team. MAD. Together we are the Pum Pum Punishers. Pum Pum Punishers. Pum Pum Punishers. So um, basically, you might have worked out that Ace sounds like he's not with us. That's because he's not. Where are you, Ace? I'm in uh, Montreal. Very. It's quite dull at the moment. I just looked out my window. Um, it's very... The weather is very London-like. Um, oh. At the, yeah, at the moment. So you get bits of sun, but then it kind of gets really cold, and then they're kind of like about a month away from when the snow kicks in, and they get about 24 of snow. So I'm trying get... to get out of it. Oh, man. So they get, like, proper snow. They get, like... Do you know what? They My cousin's like, you have to invest in... Uh, a, in, in a winter jacket and I was like yeah of course and I was like no like you pay some people pay up to like two grand for the perfect winter jacket oh, because you have to, it's free it's freezing it's literally freezing isn't that a sort of winter jacket that has wheels and a steering wheel <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> and has it's windows crazy. and clothes and you drive it and put petrol in it yeah, that sort of jacket it's, it's like I don't know what's in the jacket but it keeps you alive and then like um, in about a few weeks they have to start putting on their winter tyres are you serious? Yeah, well, you get, you get fined. What's a winter tyre? Uh, <coughs> <coughs> is, is he alright? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I should be laughing because hey, this see, could go horribly wrong. Right. Are you still are you alive? Okay? Are you still with us? C- cough twice yeah. if you're still alive. <laughs> hey, that Montreal weed is no joke. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I've got a little chest infection. They have, um, they have the same sort of laws in. Uh, I've been to Finland 
and it was do you remember that year when we had about three inches of snow in the UK and it mm. grounded all flights it was chaos out on the roads it was Armageddon mm. that was the same year that I went out to uh, Finland <coughs> the, the cab driver was laughing at me saying oh we heard you guys had three inches of snow and it ground everything to a halt but over here we just change our tyres we get on with it we have nine feet of snow it's, it's a little bit embarrassing trying to defend it actually but um, wow. just change the tyres that's it put on the winter tyres done so what does the exactly. winter tire actually do? I did want to find it out. Before and it got it's... chains on it. I'm sure winter tire. I don't know. It just obviously it just tackles snow better than I don't know. I have no idea what the difference is. <laughs> but it's a winter tire, isn't it? And what else is like? <laughs> can I, like I don't know. I, it's, I feel really I'm gonna get cussed for this, but you know, like America's over there. I kind of put Canada in the America part oh, of, over there. So like, dang. but it's a very different place. Like, what's different about Canada? The first thing is don't ever call Canadians Americans. They will yeah. punch you in your face. Slap you some bacon. Um, they, they really, and I'm in Montreal right now, which is uh, the second most, the second most French speaking city after Paris. Really? Yeah. So they speak French over here. So is it more French than English? Yeah, like French is the first language. So like, you... in school, you learn yeah. French and English. So, how have you been surviving out there? Um, I don't know. I just point that stuff in it. Get, get me that. Point that it and just throw the, throw the money on the table. Do they need to, though? Do they need to speak French over there? Aren't they just being a bit extra? It's like, oh, come on, Montreal. Everyone else over that side of the world is talking English, right? Like, no, we want to be special. We want to speak French. <laughs> You, you, you guys are free, man. Right? <laughs> you guys are free. You, can, you speak whatever you want. It's strange, like so, like they speak they speak French, and when they speak in English, it's got an American accent, and their money's got the Queen on it. It's all weird. Wow. I think they're too isolated. I think they need to tell her, man, that the, the Queen, the, the, the sovereign, doesn't have that much power anymore, guys. <laughs> take a, take the Queen off your money and be free. <laughs> You could be, be like the, you could be like the Abe Lincoln of of Montreal, Ace. You could run around, and free the slaves. I don't think I care that much. If I'm <laughs> <laughs> this is can, hard. Can this we hard um, can we all pause and appreciate how incredible technology is that we're sat here in a drafty echoey room next to my soundproof studio which mm. is currently being used by the way apologies if you can hear like some metal and stuff coming from next door is that going to come across in the recording Ace we can you hear that no wait if we're quiet for a second let's see it's quite loud isn't it can I'll you hear fine. that Ace no I'm like shooting a porno movie next door or something <laughs> If they were, this would be a very but short this, hour this, to be killed and we'd go a, over there and investigate. There's me and you sat in this room and then yeah. there's Ace thousands of miles away over the other side of the Atlantic. In, in America. Montreal, I mean, no, Canada. In Montreal, Canada, eh? And, but yet we're all able to like... It feels like we're all in the same room, man. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, what else is Canadian there, though, Ace? Like, what else have they got over there that's just... Canadian and not English. I'm going to like I never told you guys this before, but... Um, oh, come on, man! It was in the yeah, eight sorry. minutes that we recorded. Come uh, on! Their, their national dish is called poutine. 
Sorry, what poutine? poutine? What, what is poutine. that? What is poutine? Poutine. I want to go uh, and throw some ones at some poutine. No, poutine is not what you think here. Poutine is basically time. chips, like chips and gravy. And then you like add whatever you want on top. So you might add a little bacon or a little meat or some bolognese sauce or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's the national dish. And there's like poutine vills, which is like... <laughs> the the McDonald's of poutine um, everywhere in in the city, and even McDonald's sell poutine as well. Get a muck poutine. Yeah, exactly. It sounds if I'm it sounds fucking disgusting. If I'm, uh, it's, 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 actually, it's, not, it's not nice. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I thought you were going to do that thing that people do. No, it's actually when you're there and you're with everyone and you have the real stuff. It's Chips quite nice. With bolognese on the top of it. It sounds fucking disgusting. What they want, it. it right? It, it tastes like what you would eat as a poor, poor student and you look in the freezer <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, oh, there's, we got oven chips and we got Bisto gravy. <laughs> and, and we got some ham. Last night. <laughs> we got some ham and like, yeah, let's just make it work. And do you know what? In, as a poor student, that meal is going to, you'll be like, yeah, this is the one. But as a as, as a tourist, <laughs> I don't I don't really want to eat that, fam. I really that's don't want to eat that. What a shitty national dish! Yeah. It is that soggy chips, yeah, with last night's leftovers on it. What you want, okay, Montreal? You want a good traditional British national dish, yeah? So like yes, a, like a curry, a curry, yeah, yeah. You, you serve some fucking curry. Alright, or pizza, mm. like good, like thin crust, like it's a good traditional British national dish, right? That's that's how yeah. it's done. They need to do what we've exactly. done and get rid of fish and chips as our national dish because it was the same, innit? Chips and gravy, yeah, yeah. And go for curry. Montreal needs to have French curry, horse curry, <laughs> horse, yeah. French people eat horse, right? Uh, where, just in France. where did you read that? That French people eat horse. It's a well-known fact that they eat horse. No, in France. it's not. I'm not talking about this. Is like a Tesco slur or anything Ace, like that? Have you ever heard that? The, I heard that the French eat frogs and snails. That's a, a well-known fact. Google it right now. French eat horse. Not. I think it's like yeah, like a bit of horse. Horse it's meat. Delicacy. At the end of the day, it's delicacy. meat, isn't it? Like yeah. I heard. I heard people talk about that before. Not not that many people made it like, a big deal. But when, mm. with the with the horse meat scandal when everyone had like horse mm. in in their lasagna or whatever I was like so what yeah so what because what? it's a horse instead of a cow yeah. so yeah still meat in it unless you're allergic to horse and then that's an issue isn't it no it's um I forget what they call it uh, anthropomorphize is that what you call it when you know you have Disney films about animals and you make them seem more human and then they have all, mm. they, all they all just get along together in the woods no they don't you look at any nature documentary that's not they don't fucking Bambi doesn't get along with some fucking wolf in the woods do they they don't form a coalition and get along no <laughs> wolf is gonna fucking eat it it's brutal out there man so is it that uh, we're happier eating a cow but a horse is sort of a bit more majestic a bit more uh, still meat at the end of the mm. day if we was starving right and the only thing to eat was a horse I'm fucking eating horse man I'm tucking in hoops and all I'll eat it I'll eat it I wouldn't eat poutang though sorry poon- what's it called Ace? poutang <laughs> nah you'd eat it what, if you was over here you'd eat the, you'd eat the poutang um, nah you'd like, eat the you'd poutang like you'd eat it well. you'd yeah. eat it you'd eat it like <laughs> okay um, <laughs> but yeah Montreal so wait are you agreeing guys then curry a horse curry is that can we do that no yeah I don't think I'd eat horse curry I'm not really nah Horse curry or poontang? 
Stop calling it poutine. 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 Nah, poutine. I'll call it a poutine. What about poutine with a bit of horse on it? No, why, do, why are you forcing this horse agenda? Obsessed with horse. I man. don't know, man. Just, yeah, no. So, yeah, leave a, a comment on the horse, please. I want to know what, it, what it's like, if, especially if you're French and from Montreal and you don't hate us by now. <laughs> you're just alienated. Can I just say, I love Montreal, by the way. But you just don't like <laughs> the national dish. I've and never, uh, I've never been up go. that high before. I've been to Windsor in Canada. I have some family and friends near there and Toronto as well. Now I've got to say the main difference between Canada and America, right? Canadians don't, it's, they don't carry guns. Oh. It's like illegal, like guns are, well, I think there's a lot more laws, a lot more strict about guns in Canada. And from what I can tell, they're a lot friendlier and nowhere near as intense as a lot of Americans are and they also don't have that thing where they believe that they're the best country in the world I think they're just like hey, yeah. it's Canada eh mm. come mm. hang out eh have some pancakes and bacon and maple you know syrup I mean? yeah, and, like, drink, yeah I'd like to go to Canada yeah. I, I, I take it back everything I said that was dread but I do think the name of your national dish does sound like something that I'd want to go and watch in a club and throw some money also isn't isn't the um, Canadian dollar like really weak against the pound so if you went to a Canadian strip club with like five pounds you're fucking balling well that probably get you yeah. champagne room access mmm mmm the, the Canadian dollar is mad weak yeah. like super weak like like crazy like insane weak <laughs> so how many dollars are you getting for a quid like it's literally like it's, it's I, I changed 300 pounds I think and I had like six hundred pounds. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I say? I six hundred dollars. Six hundred Canadian dollars. <laughs> right, we need to go. Uh, anyway, um, kill a bit this week, Ace. What have you been up to, mate? Um, you know, me and my cousins went to watch a movie yesterday. We went to <laughs> we like, as as you do. Like basically, I'm over here handling some family business, so there's a lot of family out here. But all my cousins are out here as well, and you know that, like, and it takes forever to to get everybody together like somebody's upstairs doing their hair so basically we got to the cinema late and the only film that was left to watch was uh, something called The Visit have you seen okay. this? no no. have you ever seen The Visit? Dev? no I haven't even heard it's, that it's the worst horror film you've, you're ever likely to see in your entire life <laughs> it's oh, so let's bad have, let's have Ace's review right it's now, so right? it's visit. so bad like first of all it was like a PG-13. I don't know how you have a horror film that's like... That's PG-13. my kind of horror film because no, I hate horror films. No, this, that's, that's got me involved. This was terrible. There's a woman who's left her children with her um, with her parents. So they're, they're grandparents. But she's left them and kind of not seen them off. <laughs> so okay. she's left them with two old people and gone on holiday. <laughs> and so they're in the house yeah. with these two old people for like a week and then like the old people are doing crazy things and the kids are getting scared like so they've Skyped their mum and said look mum come get us our grandparents are acting a bit nuts and she's like oh, well, what are they doing and then the little boy shows her from the Skype call what the grandparents are doing and then she turns around and she goes those aren't your grandparents <laughs> 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 oh shit and then after that the film just makes a mad turn because obviously they're in a house with two people that are not their grandparents and yeah the two old people are crazy and then they try and it's, it's really dumb 
It sounds it like that beginning uh, the way you made it sound is actually pretty good no the moment you realise fuck we've been dropped off with these two crazy old people who nah yeah, I'll be honest it, it was a couple scary moments that if like I'm walking down a scary Montreal street and an old white lady jumped out I'd probably punch her <laughs> in the face <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, it sounds it sounds to me that this film obviously has some sort of a, a, a agenda. Like those poor old women, old white women in 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 Canada, are they going to be like the new scary black guys? Yeah, maybe. Are, are old old white women scarier to you now than like say gang members? Ace? A million percent. A million percent. <laughs> the film was diabolical. <laughs> how many how many Ace stars out of five? Um, we're going to give it. One for hearts with humour. It was a bit. It was, it was a bit humorous. Some, this is how you gotta watch horror films, though. I've Marcus this. If you watch them thinking they're comedies and you find the humour in it, it's not as scary. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I, me and Ace had a big conversation. What episode? What, what episode was that? Uh, me and Ace had a conversation. What was it, Ace? I feel like it was number two. Ace, yeah, episode number two. I really don't like horror films. And I said in it, quote, I have to be real with you guys. I said in it, I would never be in a horror film. Yeah, I'm mm. not going to lie. I did an audition this week for for a horror film, bro. Oh, you're going so to die. I might have to go back on my words. What do you mean I'm going to die in real life? No, I'm as a black man in a horror film, you die, innit? <laughs> <laughs> it the open, oh, okay. opening credits. So it's not a question of if, it's when. Like I hope die. I get to say a line before I die. No, but come on, you're not going to be scared whilst filming a horror film because even if it's like the shot is you on your own, right, <laughs> walking down some creaky corridor, right, what we're not seeing is the 30 fucking people behind the camera, makeup ladies, runners, flipping director, cameraman, people stood around the corner like getting the light and just right, you'd be surrounded by people, you would have had to film the same thing about 30 different times as well. You're not going to be scared doing it it's just whether or not you can watch it afterwards and, and, and not shit yourself do you think I might this might be my route into films now like watching horror films I might be able to handle them because I understand that they're not real I, just, I just think maybe you stop being such a fucking pussy no <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie there's certain films I've watched that have messed with me for a couple of weeks like uh, uh, one of the best horror films I've seen probably in like the last 10 years right something called Babadook you see that one, Ace? Nah. You didn't see that, that one about... like a national dish. It was about... Uh, <laughs> uh, have, have some... Have some the sequel to Poontin. Yeah, I'll have some Babadook, please, on my Poontin. Yeah, it's got some extra Babadook in that, it, it yeah. It was about uh, a, a children's book that kind of comes to life. And it's a scary entity that you kind of uh, uh, evoke whilst reading the book out loud. And what's really good is it, it, it doesn't really use that many special effects. It's more camera tricks so shit seems more real and it's done like really bleak and really dark and that film fucked with me for a couple of weeks after I watched it but then you just gotta sort of say to yourself right isn't it our minds want to believe that that kind of shit could could happen because that's more exciting it's more exciting to believe that there's this other realm that we don't quite see and that there's such things as ghosts and uh, fucking poltergeists that will like jump out and 
Or is the reality that none of that shit fucking exists is all inside your own mind? Has it ever happened? Has anyone ever caught on camera that shit happening? Or have you ever fucking seen a ghost? It's never happened, has it? So basically what I'm saying is that there's no boogeyman, Marcus. All right, you I beg to differ. Films. I Go beg on. to differ. There is that. There's definitely the unexplained out there. And it's like what? Definitely. Give me, give me, an, give me an example. Let's debunk it, right? There's now. definitely some fucked up shit out there. Have you got an experience? Like? No, I haven't. But I believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying there's a there's you, a difference between like uh, uh, you know a, a fucking I don't know something a cup moving across the table unexplained or whatever and like. Freddy Krueger jumping out from underneath. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I that agree shit's with that. Never happened. Okay. I agree with that, but I do believe there's like, see, like, I, I've said this before, but I, I don't mind horror films where there's a guy with an axe running around mm. killing people, like, because in real life, in that scenario, you got a fifty-fifty chance. You might be able to kick him in the balls, or like, you got, you could fight. I don't know. You might be able to run away, run him over, but you see, mm. like when there's the movies where people get possessed and there's poor guys and nah I'm, I try and stay away from those kind of things well, like, like, I'm, I'm alright with those sorts of horrors like yeah. where it's like poor guys and stuff because I'm like I'm with Dev on this I'm like I have to well you know what I'm not even going to tempt fate but I'm I'm closer to Dev's area of thinking in terms of it's less likely to happen to you compared to like when I watch a, a real horror film no when I watch horror films where I'm like this can actually happen like someone could actually just do a madness like run around with a sword or an axe something like that that scares me man nah. I don't want to watch that there's um I studied a bit of um I studied a bit of film in college and once you start looking for certain devices that they do in horror films mm. it, it, it takes it takes you out of the experience a little bit <clears> like um it's things like if you ever look at uh, uh, horror films they have formulas like uh uh what's it called comfort zones so say for example these ones where people get possessed you'll notice that it's not just happening to them for no reason there's something that they would have done they would have read from some book or something okay. or fucking drawn a, a, a pentagram or, or, or some shit also if the uh, if the main characters if they've done something that isn't innocent so you'll notice the ones that smoke or the ones that sneak off to go and fuck each other or something like that when mm. they're like staying in a cabin on their own but the the virgin the one who hasn't done any of that shit she'll normally live and she'll normally survive and, 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 and until the end so when you right. start looking for those things you realise it's, it's all just like formula I don't know I don't know anyway that's uh, that's Ace's killer bit anyway uh, yeah go to the cinema and not and what, don't watch that film don't watch The Visit Okay. <laughs> can I? Can I? I'm gonna duck out. No, listen. I'm gonna duck okay. out. But before I go, yeah. yeah. Are you back next week, Ace? Or is this? I'm, back, I'm definitely back. On? I'm definitely back next week. There are rumours um, that Ace had left the show. No, I'm de- 100. I'm 100 back next week. Okay. Um, before I go, I'm just gonna tell you, like, um, I'm currently in a lot of pain. Um, I'll tell you why. Basically, I'm out here because my aunt passed away. Rest in peace to Auntie K. R.I.P. Auntie K. Lots of love. I'm an amazing woman and we're out here, we're all out here for the funeral and so I'm we're, I'm in the family house everyone's grieving and stuff and I'm just about to leave to, to my hotel everyone's in there my aunts are in there my cousins are in there and my aunt's got a really beautiful house in Montreal and it's something I'm not very used to the concept of a basement 
because <laughs> I'm from away from London and not a lot of people have basements in London um, I know about houses and flats and stuff and my mum's got a house but she ain't got a basement and I've never really seen a lot of basements and so as I'm leaving and the house the front room is quite dark I've kind of stepped back and forgot that it was a stairwell to a basement <laughs> so <laughs> I've literally yeah fallen down the stairs. Now this, the, like that's funny already. It's funny, but what what's funny is the is the length of time it's taken for me to get from the top of the stairs all the way to the bottom. But you know, like it took me so long. Like I'm literally falling and thinking at the same time. Like I'm like raw. I'm falling down the stairs. Ah oh, shit! Everybody's upstairs and they just see me fall down the stairs. What am I going to say when I hit the bottom? <laughs> like, I, I had this whole conversation in my head, like, as I'm falling down the stairs. Were you falling down the like, stairs backwards? To a point where I was like, no, do you know what? Like, I was falling for so long that at one point I was like, oh, right, that's the end. <laughs> oh, shit, no, I'm still going. It took, I'm not, it took me about half an hour to get to the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> this, is how, this is how long it took me to get to the bottom of the stairs, yeah? My cousin Rachel... <laughs> seen me fall and got to the bottom of the stairs before me <laughs> to try and help me and then I, I licked the bottom of the stairs and all I could think to say to everybody was I'm okay and I've looked up and there was just loads of black faces there was someone was screaming and um, I haven't been able to live it down for the last three days uh, my leg is totally fucked and um yeah, I'm. I'm gonna send you a picture of the stairwell so you understand. Yeah, it was like it was almost it was like I was falling to hell. It was it was forever. I w- it just I wouldn't stop going. Oh. Ace, please send, but, that, send that to us, no. please, or Snapchat it. Send a video. We'll put that online, man. We have to. We, I, w- I was we put that falling for, bonus for so long. Should we put that up as a bonus episode. Ace, just show us the stairs. My uncle was up here sleeping. By the time I got to the bottom of the stairs, he was up. <laughs> the neighbors are like, "What was that?" Yeah, it was. It was a. I've, and I could, you know, I couldn't like. I pride myself on saying I've never fallen downstairs before. <sighs> and now, and now there you go. <sighs> I've done that. But um, I thought I'd leave you with that, and I'll be back next week. You guys continue doing what you do. All right, we're just gonna keep laughing at that's you. Amazing. That's amazing. That's the kind of thing right, that yeah. uh, that's the kind of thing that your family will be talking about in ten years from now. Be like, yeah, exactly. Time it took Ace half an hour yeah. to fall down the stairs. Or they could, or they could work it into a diss. Like he'll say something cheeky. Shut up with your falling down the stairs, ass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get down the stairs, ass. <laughs> it, it, it's a lot. Oh man! Um, so I may be, I may be back on crutches. Who knows? We'll see. Shit. Okay, and then oh, yeah. we won't we won't laugh anymore because that's not fair. We'll make <clears> it. <throat> I might a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put up special signs near the stairs saying "warning" <laughs> for you next time, Ace. All right, bro. We'll say flight back to the UK, mate. And um, all right, cool, man. Yeah, do what you need to do out there, bro. Bless. Yes, bro. All right, man. Safe Peace. journey, man. All right, safe. See ya. So that was Ace's how to kill a bit. He'll be back next week. <laughs> Bro, so I'm still laughing at Ace. The image of Ace tumbling down a staircase and taking half an hour. We can only laugh because he's all right. Yeah, he's actually WhatsApp. He'd have broken he's, his he's neck. WhatsApp me the picture of, of the. Uh, <laughs> of the I think we could we could put that as the um, picture for the, for the podcast image. Look. 
Fucking hell, that is a steep drop, isn't it? It looks it's, it looks a little bit haunted as well. Yeah, it does a little bit. So yeah. then we're talking about horror films and that... Do you know what would be quite a good horror film? Is say if he had to look after his aunt's house, because it's like a really big house, right? He, yeah. And then he fell down the stairs and sort of like broke his legs or his back and then he couldn't move and it was just like down there for ages and the, the film was just about him trying to climb, survive. Yeah, climb up the stairs yeah. maybe with his hands only. A little bit like, what's that film called where... um. James Franco gets his arm caught. Is it 127 hours or something? Oh yeah, 127 I'm days. Not, I, you know, was I'm, it 20, 120? I don't 127 know. hours. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of hours. Like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I've never seen that film, right? I've just read about it and I know it's a true story. Mm. The story of a guy who went out... Oh, hiking. one second. I'll let you get back to that. There you go. We just spoke about a picture. That's really unfair. If you put in the hashtag how to kill an hour, you'll find it on Instagram oh, yeah. and Twitter and also <laughs> Billy's putting the in a few in the few minutes that he's got it he's, he's photoshopped Ace into the bottom of the stairs <laughs> yeah so hashtag how to kill now put it in your Instagram or Twitter and you'll find the picture we'll it's share a, it with a you a sort of reconstruction yeah. of what uh, you could make that into a gif if you made Ace <laughs> fall Funny. down the stairs we might even gif it up as well for yeah. reconstruction of what happened so you can check that out there so anyway the, you're saying the, the film 127 is 27 days sorry is, uh, is it hours or days I keep no, saying it's, it's gotta be hours 127 it's, days yeah, it'd just be dead yeah, so yeah, he yeah, would yeah. be a bit too desperate. So I was right the first time. Yeah. Um, so uh, true story about a guy who went out hiking. I'm gonna get this all wrong, and my details are gonna be all off. But the main chunk of it, I think, will be accurate, right? Yeah. So the guy goes out hiking or some shit. Where is he in the outback or something in Australia? Somewhere, yeah. Some dumb place to like just go wandering off, right? So he's out exploring. He gets into some sort of complication. I don't know. He's climbed up on a rock face surface. Some shit falls down. And then gets his arm caught in between a couple of rocks and then can't fucking move his arm out. Now, if that was me, I'm dead. I'm finished. Yeah, I'd be, like, right? I'd be like, man, what it's a way to over. die. It's over. It's yeah. over. I might even try and smash my own head off the rocks <laughs> just so I don't have to wait for starvation to set in. So the dude is there for... I, I can't figure out how many days is in 127 hours. So 48 is two. So it's, what, about five days? Four or five days, yeah. So you can live... Is it two weeks without food? Five days without water. Four or five days without water. But only a few minutes without air, guys. Um, so, <laughs> and only a few seconds without pussy. No, i yeah. um, So uh, he's out there for a couple of days and then just thinks, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to take my own life into my hands. I'm going to... see what you did there. Cut off... Hand. I'm going to cut off my arm, the one that's stuck, with a fucking pen knife, right? I'm going to cut my own arm off and I'm going to escape this hellhole and I'm going to go back and I'm going to tell my story. So that's what he done. Yeah. Fucking cut off his own arm with a pen knife. Like, I might have got one little slice in before once I saw the white meat on my own arm I'd be like no fuck it I'm I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it I don't want to do it but he managed to get through the bone and the joint and oh. all the sinew and everything um, at the very least right uh, I would have fucking uh, cut off yeah and taken the arm with me <laughs> yeah. over my shoulder to the nearest hospital which is a thousand miles away Weird. slumped my rotten gangrene fucking arm down in the counter of the emergency warden going fucking sew it back on right now okay oh. sew it back on how, um, pissed, how pissed would you be though if you cut, just finished cutting it off and someone stuck their head <laughs> over the edge and went you're right there mate <laughs> fucking helicopter goes yeah, over like yeah. fucking hell what's he doing anyway uh, can we go back to killing a bit please because uh, you know I'm a wimp for this man yeah go I on that sort of chat uh, what have you been, uh, Ace been killing a bit by telling us what not to watch at the cinema in yeah. Can- Canada uh, how have you been killing a bit of time this week um 
been I put like 800 miles on my car this week driving doing loads of gigs your brand new car that you listening to let's not talk about it (laughs) no I have to talk about it because you know Dev's got you know someone's got a new car where they just do extra things like Dev parked up outside the studio and the side of his car that was facing the road he just clipped the wing mirror in to yeah, make sure no one hit it. Yeah, because these fucking pricks out here are going to clip your wing mirror. You might as well you know, just reduce the chance of that happening. Three months in, you won't be doing that. Guarantee no, you'll will, be parking your car be. all over the gap. I will gaff. be. Usually my car's disgusting and filthy, but I've got a new one now, so I can't <laughs> keep it like that. i got to make sure it's clean. You parked it a foot away from the curb yeah, the day you got it. Yeah, That's I hilarious. I haven't learned how to park close enough to the curb without mashing up the fucking... R- you got rims now. Well, they tried to they tried to get me on a, a, the, the, the rim insurance thing. I've yeah. got that. Yeah. Rim insurance. I've got rim, rim insurance. It sounds like a... <laughs> yes. Fifth it out. Well, then your line of work, mate. Yeah. No, they tried to what, get me... What, because we work in entertainment, we need rim insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Do actors have rim insurance? I don't know. If you were a gay porn star, maybe if you were at the, uh, the top of your game, if Mariah Carey Ooh. can insure her legs or whatever it is for two million, if you're the most famous gay porn star in the world, surely you can insure Do- your own buttocks for do porn stars have to insure their bits though like if I had a career in porn would yeah. I need to insure my wood I bet you know like say Lexington still yeah but he's got his dick insured for you know I'll tell you a funny story I won't tell you the guy's name because he'll get mad and he might beat me up but I was sat in the studio once with a bunch of my boys and uh, there's a story that flashed up on the uh, internet about the legendary porn star Ron Jeremy mm-hmm uh, that he had heart problems and that he'd gone into hospital or something. Dude, I think he's comfortably in his early 60s or something. He's yeah. been slaying fucking <laughs> Fanny for decades, right? Um, total edge. But obviously all that fucking and what has inevitably got to be Viagra is obviously going to start taking its toll after a while. So, um, yeah, he uh, he was in hospital and we read the story. And it's like, oh man, it's like sad. He's like proper legend. So I look around to my boys and I'm like, Hey, who's, who's your favourite porn star? You know, it's a little bit, a little bit of banter. So I turned to my mate. I won't, I won't say his name, mm. but I said to my mate, I was like, "Who's, who's your favourite porn star, then, mate?" He thought about it for about two seconds, and he went, "Mr. Marcus." <laughs> and the way that we fucking laughed in his face for about half an hour, mm. like, first off, all right. If I asked you a straight red-blooded male who your favourite porn star is and it starts off with the word <laughs> Mr. I, I already know I'm going to uh, laugh. What do you mean? Uh, so I said to him, I was like, why did you say guy? And he went, oh, I don't know. I just I just, I just, just said the first name I thought. I was he appreciates like, the male form. No, but all right, here's, here's my thing, right? It's not like a homophobic thing. No, I'm just like, cool, yeah. I personally, I don't have a favourite male porn star. To be honest with you, I couldn't give a shit. Like, who the, who the, who the dick is I, I don't care it could be it could be anybody but I'll tell you what is quite funny now is I've started to recognise like I've watched so much porn I recognise guys dicks really and, and I can recognise if I see a bull sack right I'm <laughs> fucking telling you I could pick a but if you give me if you show me like a bunch of scenes with say like the top five male performers right <laughs> It's so embarrassing. Uh, you know, you just might be watching something and the, the shot might be, you know, you might just like be seeing the dick like, or whatever. Yeah. Like, you might just be seeing like a, yeah, a, a girl getting fucked by a dick or whatever. You just see the dick or, you know, the, the, the POV shit that they do. And people like, oh, am I watching that? And they go, oh, I know this guy. Yeah, I know this guy. This guy tears some shit up, you know. And, and then I thought about it. I was like, maybe I was too quick to judge 
my friend for saying that he had a favourite male porn star because I mean they do something I couldn't do and you know, I'm not necessarily into, into sports or whatever but everyone has a favourite football team everyone has a favourite athlete or something you know, favourite football player favourite if you're watching this in the States maybe a favourite basketball player NFL player whatever so why not a favourite porn star he gets up in the morning and trains he goes out there to work puts his fucking shift in does his willy push ups every morning do you know what I mean and, and drinks his protein shake and I, why 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 can't you uh, appreciate that performance but um, I think there'll be there's a lot of people who might listen to this who might be like oh that's, you know you watch too much porn or whatever but I reckon there'll be a small percentage of people who can identify that new problem that I have where I through no if I could choose I'd go back but I can now recognise how much do you have to Dick see that? Like, do you just need, if you see like what one bit like one ball? No, I'd need I'd need the whole at least to see the whole sack. See like the whole sack. So just on a sack, you can make full judgment. Probably, yeah. Wow, probably that's a talent. That's like um, what is it? Those people, isn't it? People that like have re- photographic memory. You've got f- photographic blue sack <laughs> memory. <laughs> So anyway, um, let's bring it it's back. It's a superpower I don't want. All right, like my other superpower. Like, Dev, I got a superpower the one we discovered on the road <laughs> when we were in Carlisle that time. My um, Christmas superpower. Do I want to? Before we go before we go back to the show, don't you remember once? Um, I would. We were me, you, and there's a guy Nick Carter that we do a lot of gigging with. Um, yes, Nick. And we're yes, he looks like Robin Thick. He does, a, he really yeah, does, he does, he? he does. He was living off that for a while when Robin Ficker did a bit of a resurgence. Trust but now, me, but now... pervy stuff came out. And yeah, they, yeah. And we were like, wow, not only do you look like Robin Thicke, you're the same as it. Also, we have a, <laughs> uh, we have a, um, a mate of mine who looks just like Tiny Temper. Oh, so we've done yes. gigs before where it looks like we're rolling with Robin Thicke and, Tiny, and Temper. Tiny Temper. In fact, I think we've got my mate who looks like Tiny Temper so drunk one time, we got him to go up on stage and do a PA as Tiny Temper. Was fucking Bro, and he didn't know the words. It was let's, hilarious. Can we, let us, let's put that there. let's discuss at the end of the show we've got a story so for you good. about Nick and yeah. yeah we've got a story for you about Nick be, being Robin Thick yeah. and Tony Temper yeah that was it so go on tell me about your superpower I've forgotten about this um, we were up where were we we were in um, you say Carlisle Carlisle and it was like a couple of days after Christmas and I'd been eating loads of turkey yeah. and I went for a, for a piss and I was like my piss smells like turkey <laughs> and Nick was like oh whatever man he came to the bathroom he was like nah your piss smells like turkey and then you came up and you were laughing and I went to the toilet and you went in afterwards and we're like alright your piss smells like turkey that is I think we bonded too much on that trip man that's that's too close smelling each other's piss that's, well, that's only a few sm- stops away from sm- getting in a big circle jerk and fucking wag each other let's <laughs> smell my piss and you'd recognise all of our bits as well <laughs> anyway so how you been killing a bit of time this week then <laughs> so driving a lot to gigs been to Carmarvin mm. and uh, uh, Norwich I didn't drive to Aberdeen or Glasgow okay. uh, Preston uh, back then down to South London Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I also went to the EGX exhibition in Birmingham's NEC, which is a massive conference center. And it was the biggest gaming convention, I think, in Europe. Yeah, that's right. It was enormous and it was fucking brilliant. It was really, really good. Um, I've not had as much time as I want to play uh, computer games this year. It is something that I fucking love doing. Uh, I played something called The Witcher 3 earlier in the year. That was really good. They just brought out the new Metal Gear Solid, which is fucking amazing. It's so good. Um, but what was really good about uh, uh, EGX is they obviously had all the big titles like the new Rainbow Six and FIFA and mm-hmm. the new Guitar Hero and stuff. And But what I found fascinating, what was really good is the indie section. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of indie games and it's quite a new thing the whole indie game uh, phenomena in that people who have got a really good idea don't need to have shitloads of money in order to execute in order to make it happen but also the way that they're able to present it I saw loads of games with a really sick idea but they'd done it in 8-bit they'd scaled it down and done it 8-bit like uh, there's this game about uh, a house party I think that's what it's called a really cool 80s sort of soundtrack and the idea is that you've got to murder everybody in the party without people finding out so it'll be like <laughs> Hitman but with 8-bit characters mm. and um, uh, just loads of fucking cool shit and uh, again to me that's what seemed like the exciting bit the indie bit with these people with really cool ideas and total creative control and, and just sort of making uh, uh, games that they got really good ideas for and executed really well and I'm hoping with some of them that they maybe get picked up by majors or that people start buying it so they have loads of money to do something sick with the sequels Mm. and with the indie games it's not like when you speak to somebody on the counter you're speaking to a a representative from the from the label or whatever or Mm. uh, somebody from the, the company you're speaking to the person who designed the game and uh, uh, you know, put up money for it and, and developed it. You're speaking to the actual main guy. It's, it's fucking sick. Oh, and I tried out some of that virtual reality as well. Oh my God. Virtual reality, is, they've, they've finally fucking nailed it. You remember when we were kids and we used to watch that show Tomorrow's World? Yeah. What a bunch of fucking lies. Tomorrow's World was basically, this was years ago as well. I want to say that 20 years ago, this was on TV, a, a show called Tomorrow's World where Carol Vorderman and uh, the other guys the that dead I've Carol Vorderman. What? She wasn't good then, was she? Oh, she right. Wasn't. I thought you meant this. No, she, I know what she said. She like, she really, then, nah, now. She definitely blossomed, didn't she? Yeah. Woo! So they'd have this show Woo! where it'd say, it'd say things like, uh, 
oh, uh, in in two years' time, we're all going to have jetpacks and, <laughs> and, and, and hoverboards, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a, a, a kitchen where you push a button and a roast dinner will be will pop out of the microwave. And yeah. you'd watch this as a kid going, oh my God, I'm getting a fucking jetpack in the next couple of years. And fast forward 20 fucking years, how many of the things that they had on Tomorrow's World have actually come into fruition? Almost none. Nothing. And Just they call lies. it Tomorrow's World as well, which kind of makes it really seem like it's round the corner. Yeah, not Tomorrow's World like 40, 50 fucking years from, from now, now world. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. But they've, I remember watching uh, something about virtual reality years ago and they've finally fucking done it, man. The only thing is with this virtual reality, they had it set up in these booths. So it's a room probably about four by four metres by four and they have these lights set up in the corner. You put the headset on, put their headphones on and it's, it's fucking incredible. It's really, really cool mm-hmm. shit. Um, get totally lost totally immersed but I'm thinking right if you're going to have this in your house are you going to have to dedicate a whole room to just your virtual reality room I ain't got fucking space for that oh yeah it was bad enough with the Xbox Connect it's like unless you had a massive living room and four by four meters by four or yards for our American listeners uh, four (laughs) by four yeah yeah, Yeah. four by four room to to play it in like what are you going to do but um, I mean the I'm already seeing the way that they could apply this to just everything. I did a, uh, I played a game where I was an air traffic controller. So you draw in a path that you want the plane to land in. And the, you know, the whole room that you're in is that is the airports. So you can walk around and change angles and stuff. And you know, what's to say that you wouldn't be able to control real air traffic like that someday, that they'd all have these virtual reality headsets and you draw out the paths and everything's hands-on and you can, you can change around in the way that you look at it. But the, the one appliance that i don't get is uh the uh, porn which by the way wasn't available at egx you weren't able to watch porn. <laughs> can and, you imagine and you found out about that, that straight many, away that there many was, nerds that like, saw it was like <laughs> is there porn well because you know there's queues for like some of the bigger games yeah, yeah, yeah. can that you imagine was... the queue that they'd have for the virtual reality porn it'd be around the, <laughs> it'd be around the block and out again kleenex should have come along and done a little side stand <laughs> as well they would have so told it up yeah but no I've, I've seen some clips of that and i just i don't get it Virtually porn, I do not get. Just go out and have, just go out and get laid, dude. Although this sa- from the man that watches so much porn, he recognizes dick people. And balls. Yeah, yeah. But you know, do you know, do you know what I also Dev the dick and ball detective. Do you know what I realized about myself the other day? Yeah. Like going back to the porn thing, and maybe this is why I don't want to try virtual reality. I've become a bit of a porn snob in that if I watch something, if it's not in like HD, I'm like, oh fuck this blurry <laughs> shit. I can't, I can't get off to this. Or if the frame rate's slow, if it's jerky. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't, it needs to be super HD quality. But then sometimes it's almost too HD. You never watch something and you're like, mm, I can see like the little white hairs on her, on her, around her bum hole. Like, I don't know if I, <laughs> uh, this, is, now it's, now it's, this is more HD than real life is, is what I'm saying. So I just need somewhere in between. But so virtual if, reality. Yeah, but if virtual reality, what if it's what if it's awesome? What if it's really good and now that's the only way you can like masturbate comfortably in your own house is to have a virtual reality headset on and the headphones, right? And there'd be a point when I'm doing that where I'm stood with my trousers around my ankles in my living room with my virtual reality headset on and the headphones 
wanking like crazy there'll be a point where i'm just like what the fuck am i doing this is too much apparatus and equipment in order to just have a wank it's ridiculous oh it's got to strip gosh. it back but it's totally you're totally submersed so you kind of lose track of your surroundings and where you really are so there's a very very real trance if you're 15 years old and you have a virtual reality uh, uh, headset and kit in your bedroom let's say 16 for the purpose of this hypothetical oh yeah, yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. Yeah. so you're, you're you live at home you've got your virtual reality headset on and you're there you, you're having a wank and you, you're proper getting into it there's a very real chance that when you take that headset off and you sort of come back to reality you'll look over in your bed and there'll be like a fresh pile of laundry or something where you're <laughs> a, sandwich, a, a sandwich a sandwich a sandwich no! <laughs> An extra no. biscuit and a little note saying you, you look like you need the extra energy son <laughs> your sugar levels up <laughs> oh, oh man um, wow so EGX so that was the big thing virtual reality so do you, you think it's going to be something we're going to have in our home soon it's too fiddly at the moment mm. and you need a whole room in order to use it properly but I mean if you're a baller and you can have that but then I it sounds stupid to say this, but surely there would have been a time when we would have said that about, say, a living room. That you, why would you need a room to have a TV in to sit and watch it? And yeah. you know, but you know, didn't we used to have parlors instead, where you 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 might play the harpsichord and uh, uh, your woman might be doing some other embroidery mm-hmm. or some shit, and then fast forward a few years. Uh, uh, perhaps you, you might be sat around watching the f- the first television and you'd accommodate for that wouldn't you you make yeah. that whole living room space so maybe the next step after that is you get rid of the television and you just got your I'm talking maybe like 40, 50 years from now I can't see it happening anytime soon even with 3D TV I've got a mate who's got a 3D TV and there's a point when we're both sat on his sofa watching TV with the 3D glasses on and it's like I feel like a fucking prick I don't <laughs> feel like I can just relax this feels a little bit ridiculous it's, it's too much you know mm. so I don't know maybe another 40, 50 years and we'll be there but not right now yeah or if they got or it'd be good if they had if you just got like a special seat and you could kind of like move around in your seat well, they've got those things. They're, I don't know how to explain. They're like treadmills, but you can walk in any direction, yeah. but you don't go anywhere. Oh, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I've yeah. seen them. Well, something I saw quite a lot at EGX is um, there were like loads of um, disabled people or uh, people in wheelchairs. And it's the first time I've ever thought, oh, of course, if you're not able to get out much and uh, also getting around is a little bit more difficult for you, something like this, like computer games and stuff, would I think it would it sort of mean maybe a little bit something different to you than say it would to me and the applications of something like virtual reality you ever see that show uh, um, that film Surrogate yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis yeah that I would that's something like that I would love a virtual reality world something like say The Sims or uh, a second life or something if they applied that same thing to a uh, virtual reality where you could go to a nightclub without ever leaving your ever leaving your house and you could meet other virtual reality users and stuff and that would be awesome something like that like a virtual reality world that if you were in a position where you weren't able to get out as much as you would like to that you could still experience something like that or even what if they put a, a camera right in the middle of Glastonbury you know, like right in the middle of the crowd and you were at home with your virtual reality headset mm. on and it sounds and looks exactly like you're there. They are starting to do that. Billy, Something what's that? Something for the agro- agrophobics. That's, um, yeah, to encourage them not to go out. <laughs> <laughs> that would help them. You get the whole experience. You could even get like, at some point, someone could throw a half-filled 
a plastic cup of piss like right through the crowd and it land on the on the camera and it feel just like you're at Glastonbury. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then you'd have to taste it and make. Oh no, no anyway, because um, it'd be virtuality. Why would you have to take it there, man? Because you have to make sure whether that's it, the second know, time we've th- no, we didn't talk about tasting about piss we, last time when we saw talking about smelling piss. I'm glad that you did manage to go from porn into so, uh, quite a good point. Yeah, so that was a wicked seg. Thanks. By the way, that was a great bit of movement. Thanks, man. There. See, that's what no you problem. get from this podcast, guys. It's not just mm. me talking about recognizers, dick and balls, but also the practical and positive applications of virtual reality. Yeah, we kind of got me thinking about audiobooks, Dev. What, what's what got you thinking about audiobooks? The read that we're about to do. All right. <laughs> For you, the listeners of How to Kill an Hour podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Um, you should probably personally recommend a book that you've been listening to, Marcus, so people know about this service and how convenient it is. The Entrepreneur Revolution is a great book. I can't remember who it's by, but um, for everyone out there that's thinking of sort of doing their own thing in life, Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur Revolution was a real good read. What have you learned from, of, the, from that book? Um, from it... I learned how to slow down a bit. You can't do everything. You can't find... Like, one of the big positive things about a big company is that they can do every... They can do a Twitter uh, uh, thing or they can do film... Shoot a video to promote themselves for YouTube and do, like, an Instagram campaign and also, you know, look at growth tactics and sales and that, yeah? As a small business and as an entrepreneur, you have to decide the tasks that you're going to do and do them at your own pace. And also, what it taught me was to have some time off, man. Like, yeah. I, hol- I take holidays now. Never used to take, for years I didn't take holidays because I'd be worried, oh, I'm going to miss out on an opportunity. But now I take I take time off now. Well, there you go, guys. If you want to download a book about slowing down and taking days off work, <laughs> You can you can you can pick that one if you want. Entrepreneur Revolution is a great book. To download your free audiobook today, go to howtokillanhour.com forward slash free. Again, that's howtokillanhour.com forward slash free for your free fucking audiobook. That's howtokillanhour.com slash F R E E. while we while you mentioned that three D thing, Billy, you mentioned it to me before, we're going to talk about it on the show. Uh, was it three sixty stuff YouTube's got? Yeah. What's it called? Because we'll, right we'll throw the link up in the notes for the show. 360 degree YouTube videos. Yeah, so 360 degree YouTube videos. You can search them. We'll put the link up in the notes for the show. You put them on your phone and you know the gyroscope in your phone, Dev? It, oh, yeah. it picks up your movement. So as you move the camera around, as you move your phone around, it turns around. So they've done, used like a 360 camera and film stuff. So there's like music videos and experience and stuff like that. So it's getting closer. Get it. So you pick up your phone. Yeah. Go onto YouTube, yeah, and you. We'll put the link up. But you go to a special 360 video as you turn your phone. Oh, your wow. phone! It looks so, like you're in a room. Wow! And it turns it around. So yeah. So, if, so if you if you had a music video with that was shot in 3D, yeah, you you would be able to potentially watch it in a different way to somebody else. You'd yeah. To like go look at something else or yeah. from a different like, that's So you can cool. look at the other side of the room. There are music videos and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Dev's oh, just wow, having a go at yeah. it now. Yeah. And you can press play and pause and stuff like that. It's sick. Can you look up? You can do everything. Wow. That is fucking cool. I like that. Dev's having a go now. This is him really experiencing That's this. awesome. So clever. It's the future, guys. How come do you still sound sarcastic when you're actually enjoying something? I don't know. It's a natural sarcasm that is just <laughs> built into me. 
He's loving it. No, it is actually sick. So clever. So clever. I'm very impressed with that. Yeah, um yeah, it's awesome. So social media, Dev. You're a tweeter, aren't you? Um yeah, I'm on there sometimes. Use it for promo to uh sort of maybe the odd political point yeah. that I might make once a year. <laughs> Revolution man. Of course I could go out into the streets and form a protest and march on parliament and demand change or I could condense my views into 140 characters whilst I'm sat on the toilet and hit send well Dev Twitter could be changing go on now there is there a dislike button of a mystery product no that was the last episode <laughs> we, we worked out still how the not happened came out. I don't, yeah I don't think it's happening there's a mystery product yeah that they're going to be implementing and apparently, rumour on the roads is, you know that they've extended your DMs now. You know your DMs aren't 140 characters. Okay. You know, um, so now guys are sliding into DMs with full verses of Shakespeare right now. <laughs> yeah. Guys are just oiling up and sliding in the DMs with game. Apparently, people are saying that Twitter might be extending the 140 characters. Oh, my God. That's right. Well, Bruv, this could change the whole point of tweeting. Mm, but... Isn't the whole point 140 characters is because you don't you don't want to read a long-winded post. It's, you're supposed to be witty and uh, 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 sort of... Uh, what's the word I'm fucking looking for? Edit this in so I sound really clever. Uh, so you're supposed to be like economic so with what you say. And you condense <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Um, economic. What is it? No, there is another word that you want to go for. It's streamlined. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so yeah, apparently that's all changing now. So apparently... What do you think will happen though if there's going to be longer than oh, my timeline's just going to be a mess now? Just more shit, really, in it. Just more nonsense that we're all telling each other. I don't think we need more 140. Don't why why are you changing it, Twitter? I don't like change. Leave out 140 characters. I like the point. It's of a that. challenge. I like yes, I like it. I like it. Stop making everything easy. And it means I can not spell words properly as well. I can like have really short words. Yeah, or. The only time maybe the 140 characters gets on my nerves is if I have a really good point that I'm making and the only way to really hammer home that point is to just maybe stick a sunglasses emoji or something in the end of it and you won't <laughs> fucking let me. <sighs> maybe it should be 140 characters and unlimited emojis. Unlimited have emojis. That. Have that. That'd be sick. Or unlimited pictures. So do you think it's going to change Twitter then? If yeah, it happens? Yeah, it's going to be more, more people talking shit for longer. That's what it's going to be. That or could be their name. That could be some, their strapline. Twitter. Some people, More people talking shit now for longer. Yeah, there you go. You can have that one for free, Twitter. Is your new is your new strapline. Yeah, mad. Could you imagine that though? Twitter. Because they've done it with um Insta, didn't they? Well, when in, everyone made a big hoo-ha when Insta did videos, they said, oh, it's going to spoil it. And it kind of worked out for them. Yeah, and they kind of pissed on Vine's parade as well, right? So Vine's seven <laughs> seconds in Instagram were like, psh, They're like that. shut 15. up. Shut them down, yeah, but yeah, pretty quick. So if Twitter changes, that's, that'd be mad. But um, shout out to all of our Twitter followers as well at How to Kill Sixty on Twitter. Uh, everything else is at How to Kill an Hour. Um, so yeah, there's that. And um, but I like people that use gadgets and tech well. Like you know, there's someone that does something, and you're like, aha, this is what it's used for. A woman well, in like how I am with my Tinder game, like that. Yeah, exactly. What your ultimate? What do you? What's your Tinder game like? Smart. Do you know what? Are you, Actually, on, are you tindering right now? Not right now. But, but are you? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't want to disrespect the podcast that much. Like, no, do you know what it is? I find it. I do. I just find it fascinating. Especially you know when you go abroad and you you, you go like somewhere that's not your city or your town. In fact, Tinder's a lot better when you're outside the country. Actually, is it so much better? Yeah, because I think what what girls mainly use Tinder for in this country, I think, is a sort of ego boost. It's the equivalent to like an Instagram like. So when they get a match, uh. I don't think that most girls are like oh, you know, here's somebody I've matched with. Oh, they seem cool. Oh, let me start a conversation with them. Really. I don't think it's, I think it's more like so they can just feel like, oh, look how many people like me. And I think that's how it, it's more of an ego boost. Whereas you go outside the country, you match somebody, usually they'll like message you straight away like, hey, oh. what's up? Or it's wherever they're keys. from. The keys oh. collapsing on the floor. That's so, so yeah, you so use so Tinder women, abroad. That's so my women top are tip. like, oh, he likes me. And men are like, how long can I can smash? <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. Why are you yeah. why are you nodding, Billy? <laughs> Billy's Tinder. on Tinder. You know, use Billy produces on the Tinder, yeah, all the time. He's, you know, he uses the swipe, 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 and see where we go later. Are you on Tinder now? Yeah, he is. No, you know what? I'm actually parking my car so I don't get a ticket with an app. Um, that's clever, bruv Actually, you made me, you made me remember, remember um, Apple flagship store in Sydney, Australia, yeah? A woman wanted to queue up for the new iPhone, yeah? So instead of queuing herself, she basically put an iPad on a stick, FaceTimed the iPad, <laughs> and was in the queue, bro. We'll put a picture up. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> That's awesome. Did it work? Yeah, so she borrowed um, a robot from work, and... Her boss said, like, just take it down, park it up, and when you're ready, go and get your phone. And it worked, bruv. She was in a queue with her iPad. Like, I like people that use technology like that, practically. Would you do that, Dev? Queue. Is this the future of queuing? I've never understood the point in queuing overnight, a couple of days, even a few fucking hours for anything unless I have unless it's a passport queue and I have to stand there and in which case I'd prefer that it was somewhere in Britain because we know how to queue properly mm. uh, everybody else don't know how to fucking queue in fact I was in Berlin a couple of months ago and on the way back into the airport it's just these people just stood around everywhere just like in this in this Berlin airport just stood around no one quite stood in the queue and I was like this is fucking bullshit what they need right what they need here is to have a line going down the middle, right? <laughs> they need a line separating, yeah, the two queues. And I'm not going to let people pick what side of the fucking line they go on either. That's what you just put a line right down the fucking middle of the airport. You look fuck off on that side and you look go on that side and it will just leave it like that and it will be fine, all right? It will be absolutely fine. No, but I've never understood the point of uh, of, of queuing up anywhere for anything what difference does it make if you get the new iPhone the new Yeezys whatever it is right what difference does it make if you get it two days after it comes out what difference does it make if you get it a week after it comes out like what are you a better you're better than everybody else because you got it first or like what is the point if you're gonna end up with it anyway what is the point of queuing up two days to get it a few hours before somebody else uh, somebody else could just walk into the shop a few hours after it opens and just fucking buy it it's just so extra I've, I've seen people queue up people just love to fucking queue 
I've <laughs> seen people queue up for you ever been to that breakfast club place in, in Shoreditch um, is it what the cereal place no or no the bre- no oh, the breakfast the club, club. Oh, yeah, 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 just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, cap- it just sells cafe. pancakes and fucking yeah. bacon and there's people queuing up around the block I'm like you're an idiot every single one of you are idiots you're queuing up for bacon <laughs> Don't be dumb. You get there. Oh, there's a few more people. Fuck it. We'll go somewhere else. Who goes? Oh, well, I've fixed myself up for pancakes now. There's no other place I could possibly get them. Let's wait 35 minutes to eat breakfast. Is there nothing that you'd queue for? Nothing I would queue for. I've, I, I, Squeeze the Kim Kardashian's body. No way. Stand in a queue? What for? What, it's going to feel different than some other girl's ass, is I it? I don't know. It might feel better if you've not... Well, if it's like a queue of a thousand people each having a squeeze, it might not be as bouncy as the I first I'll squeeze. I'll tell you what, I ain't queuing up for no fucking squeeze. You can get to that <laughs> Would you the... queue up for a smash? You'd want to be in the front of that queue as well. That's what I mean. <laughs> getting some weird gangbang territory now. Like, would I queue up to fuck somebody? Nah, man. Unless... Unless... I'm first, we're getting maybe second. <laughs> cool, but what? I'm like 30, 40 people back. Nah, Ooh, that's lovely. Oh, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. I'll just, uh, I'll just, uh, I'll just wait till I get laid normally. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would not queue. Nothing I would queue for. No. Are you one of those people now? Because Dev's a Radio One presenter, so what happens is when you're Radio 1 presenter or you're in media in that way you do get a lot of, of like come along to this jump the queue here you do get more than your average I've person I've got to say that has and changed that has changed how I enjoy things I've got you know you're, you're absolutely right do you think yes. that's what it is you've been spoiled yeah you're absolutely right that if I show up to like a gig for like somebody mm. and there's a queue I'm like fuck that shit I ain't waiting yeah. I'm going home <laughs> If, if I go to a festival or something and I want to go get something to eat and you know they've got the, the trucks and the stands yeah. outside there's a queue I'm like fuck Slow. it I ain't eating that no so you've been done. spoiled now I man. really have you're right I won't wait in a queue your blue tick your blue tick see I've never I've never been able to I could never go up to somebody and be like oh do you know who I work for or do you know who I am I'm Ronnie Pickering I'm Ronnie <laughs> Pickering Sorry. do you know who I was <laughs> Sorry. do you know who I am I'm Ronnie Pickering sorry that's not going to make sense to a lot of people but there's a viral video at the moment of a little road rage incident and it's just it's so quintessentially British you have to yeah, you have to fucking see it just look for Ronnie Pickering original video or some shit it's funny. And it's a, it's a motorcyclist having a little bit of a, a to and fro with a guy in a Citroen Picasso. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're arguing and the guy just says the immortal lines, do you know who I am? And the motorcyclist replies, I don't care or some shit. And he says, do you know who I am? He goes, go on in, who you are? He goes, I'm Ronnie Pickering. Who? I'm Ronnie Pickering. Who? I'm Ronnie Pickering. And like, <laughs> the name was supposed to... Oh wow! Instill fear. Like, oh, you're from oh, the Pickering clan. I've fucking heard of you, Roddy Pickering. Like, that's like, just great. I might start doing that though. Mm. Might start going up to the front of queues and going, "Do you know who I am? I'm Roddy Pickering." <laughs> that maybe needs to be on a t-shirt. In. Maybe they let me in. So Dev won't queue. For, I'm convinced I can find something that you queue for. Um, what about uh, what about if it was a big pile of cash? Nah, man. The Snoop Dogg thing. Ah, would you queue up for Snoop Dogg's new app? What's it's that? called Ease. It's pretty much... You know what? Snoop's into his tech, you know? I've got a mate that's over in California. He does a lot of tech stuff. I said, bruv, he goes, you do, uh, you do that How to Kill an Hour show. 
it's going all right. Yeah, yeah, you know, iTunes, you and noteworthy, top of the gadget chart and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, yeah, he goes, I go, who's like doing their thing out there in California tech wise? Because there's quite a few tech companies there. He goes, Snoop Dogg. Is an investor. He's like he gets. He's interested in getting his hands into the future of tech and well, stuff I, like I that. Well, I saw that he brought out that G Pen thing. He's behind that like a, a what was that? Va- it's a vaporizer. Yeah, it's the ta- type of va- vaporizer. I know he brought out his own version of that. Yeah, this is like in a similar direction. It's called Ease, and it's uh, basically it's Uber for weed smokers. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's well, that, uh, that can work in California where it's legal, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's legal there. So, like Uber, you know, if you've not got Uber, you might not have it. You call a cab with your phone, the cab comes to get you, and you pay basically online. Ease basically already has 30,000 customers taking advantage, getting a little bit baked, and you literally have it delivered to you. So I don't you go, think hey, I want a, some highs. I don't think that's a good idea though, because I think if you live in California and you're already a stoner. Uh, and it's legal so you're able to just walk down to your local dispensary and buy some yeah if that that's probably like the only time that some of them leave the house that any of them put down <laughs> the Doritos and press pause on Grand Theft Auto and leave the house and, and walk down the street so if you've now eliminated that you can just get it delivered to your front door they're not even going to be getting a leg stretch there's poor poor stoners poor stoners out there man <sighs> Moment of silence for the <laughs> for the <laughs> was inevitably going to be some fat stoners. If you're going to get pizzas and weed delivered to your house, they they're never going to leave. I tell you what, I do quite like. I don't know if we spoke about this last time about uh, the um, EasyJet and Ryanair apps and of other mm-hmm. airline apps that you get where yeah. you get the boarding pass on your phone. Those are quite cool. I like I like using them. I like getting my ticket on my phone. And then when you walk through the gate, everyone's got pieces of paper, like fucking saps. Like, <laughs> and they give you funny looks. Like, yeah. Where's this guy going with his phone? You're like, hey, you fucking prick. You're not up on this. You don't know about this. We're using a bit of paper. Old school. What do you also use a fucking typewriter and a penny farthing as well? You prick. This is the new lick where you just beep your phone. Boop, 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 boop. Yes, yeah, the one. You obviously just got to make sure you've got battery on your phone. Otherwise yeah, otherwise fucked. that could go horribly wrong. Yeah, I've started doing that. And not bringing out a spare bit of paper, you know, like backup, yeah. a hard copy. Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling de- dangerous out there. No protection. Well, it's, it's definitely a, a, a lifesaver, especially airlines like Ryanair. If you mm. forget to print off your ticket, yeah, charge you seventy fucking euros Man. or pounds, sorry, to print that ticket off at the airport. Think about that for a second, right? So, say you found a really good flight somewhere like London to Amsterdam. If you booked in advance, you get a really good flight. You get out of there for about 50, 60 quid, right? Done. If you then get to the airport and you have to pay an additional 70 fucking pounds because you didn't print out a piece of paper, you fucking crooks. You should wear a mask and a stripy jumper, you fucking Ryanair crooks. And then have the cheek, <laughs> the cheek to do the when you fucking land, like the celebration music, like, yay, we landed on time. It's like, yeah, you still charge me 70 fucking euros to print out some paper. And I've also heard whispers that you're going to start charging people to use the toilet. If that is the case, in dirty protest, if you dare try and charge me money to go for a piss on a fucking airplane, I will pull out my dick on in my seat and piss everywhere on the people next to me <laughs> the people in front the fucking crying kid behind me like fuck all of you I ain't paying a pound fifty to go to the toilet that's one crooks. way to get on the sex offenders list <laughs> 
probably would happen. So, Dev, at what point did you urinate on the young child? That's the like, other thing that yeah, would be I wasn't aiming at the kid. I was just going everywhere. See, that would be annoying, right? To just be on the sex offenders <laughs> register because there's no <laughs> categories, is there? They wouldn't say, like, what it was for. It was actually uh, a brilliant political dirty protest where he changed the politics of 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 airlines forever no it would just be that you pissed on a kid uh, <laughs> and you're on the sex offenders register oh say yeah uh, yeah so that should be illegal dev but you know in australia basically if you unfriend someone it can be deemed as bullying so the story is a woman called rachel roberts yeah her allegation was that her co-workers lisa and her husband james constantly belittled and humiliated her yeah and um so they stopped her, like, doing little things like stopped her from changing the AC in the office. That would piss me off, though. But yeah. So but, petty. Exactly. But apparently, like, they unfriended her on Facebook. And uh, she took that to court as one of the reasons why they were bullying her. And, like, bruv, can we re- are we really taking Facebook What a fucking seriously? baby. Who cares? What, you got two less friends on your Facebook. That's two less feeds of shit that you're being bombarded with every day what are you really fucking missing out on on, on, by not being friends with them on Facebook who cares who cares seeing it as a a form of bullying that's what the unfollow button is for so someone gets in your nose you don't like unfollow you love that button what does that do again oh I love that button oh what's this pictures of your kid on sports day winning a third place medal unfollow that's not even winning though is it really Oh, 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 it's, uh, it's an anniversary pictures where you and the missus have gone out to your favourite yeah. high street restaurant for a uh, unfollow. <laughs> a quote marks in italics over silhouettes of palm trees. Unfollow. <laughs> oh, see you later. <laughs> pictures of your baby ugly and you and everyone says how pretty it is. It's great. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's pandering to, to someone just being a little bit overly sensitive nah man the take whole... your ugly ass baby's face on Facebook man <laughs> your baby ain't pretty I was like what? I was like what sort of pug is this what sort of pug dog is this oh shit you made that why are you doing this to yourself man you shouldn't joke about that kind of thing Marcus what ugly kids you might have an ugly baby I might have an ugly baby I'm an ugly baby I was a ugly baby I was a ugly baby as well yeah. check this I was, dri- I was so dribbly that I would, cr- my, I had a constant crust of where the dribble was dried <laughs> on my top, Nothing and I had changed. like rolls on, <laughs> had rolls on rolls on rolls on my arms. <laughs> I, I looked like somebody had taken a baby and um, pumped it full of extra air. <laughs> <laughs> I was so ugly when I was a baby. I think my mum tried to trade me a couple of times. I think one time for a bag of sand, my mum tried to trade me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm trying to shame me for a bag of hula hoops. Mm, ugly and babies. And a Twix. What happened? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, I think it's better to be an ugly baby and grow into someone who looks all right than to be a beautiful baby and, and grow into someone that's fucking ogre. Butters. Yeah. Like some people don't age. Some people do age well, like Carol Vorderman. Oh man. I used to have... Fine wine. I had an agreement with my sister that if she had ugly babies, I'd tell her mm. because she was worried about it. Can we have that same agreement, me and you? Yes. When we have babies, let's just be real with each other. Yes. If our babies are ugly, let's say. Yes. Let's say. Yes. Marcus, man, you know you're my boy. Yes. Yeah. Your baby's fucking butters, man. <laughs> 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 I can't say that. 
Well, congratulations, man. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Can I see a picture. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool. Do you know what? That's how you know. If you've got. Here, here's how you find out if you've got ugly kids. Yeah, this is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> fucking butt. No, you gotta say, you got to be attached. You can't get to. No, nah, you got to say, bro. Remember that conversation we had? Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, that. Fucking hell. No, but you must see. Ugh. You must see if, you're, if if a child's ugly though. Like it's a kid, isn't you it? You can't. It's yours. No, no. But here's how you know though. If you show someone a picture of your newborn baby or whatever, and they go, "There's two reactions." Oh my gosh, aren't they so cute? And then there's, oh, look at them. Oh. They have two eyes, and no. they like they pick out a feature that's like, and they try and compliment. Like, look at you know, look at that this third eye. <laughs> Oh, look at the shape of his earlobes. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, look, yeah. No, I look, think look at his look at his beard. It's a like, herb. Oh, and there's okay. some some deep down thing that we have in our brains where we have to love and believe our own babies are beautiful, so we don't fucking throw them off a cliff or something, right? Surely that would have been Maybe. the thing. Maybe you know, back in the day when we we're all cavemen and that, we have to be sort of like love our own children and sort of feel protective of them right from the start otherwise be like ugh fucking ugly <laughs> throw this one away <laughs> oh well let's try that one again Probably. oh look how close these eyes are together yeah. ugh fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know maybe you just gotta acknowledge the fact that some kids look like fucking trolls but, uh, anyway on that uh, note we need them we need them need yeah. ugly people we do need ugly people because otherwise they wouldn't make me look so fly hey yeah, hey that is probably the saddest thing the I've ever said yeah. uh, but anyway no on a real note um, I've had a great time on today's show thank you for rolling with nice. us again Dev sorry it's been a little bit rambly and a little so bit ropey today waffle, I feel ropey yeah do I look ropey I'm off to, I'm off to do a gig now what have you got coming up this you week you look terrible thank you um, let me see. Can I check? I don't yeah. think I'm doing fuck all this week, apart from our regular show on the weekends. Look at his diary all the time. Whenever apart I talk to Dev, I'm like, Dev, what are you doing? What are you doing later? He goes, oh, just check my diary. Yeah, because I don't want to say to you, oh yeah, uh, I can do that thing, and then and then I can't. So well, tomorrow like, I'm doing these hospital. So today, awards. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Today you're doing hospital. Today I'm doing. <laughs> today I'm doing the hospital <laughs> awards, and then Saturday my episode. I did a special version of. Pointless, the game mm. show with mm. Radio One and One Extra DJs, yeah, and that's going out on telly on Saturday at five o'clock, I think. And other than that, I'm just doing my regular weekend breakfast shows, and then probably coming back to the studio to make some noisy music as well. We should have a chat about radio at some point because yeah. it's an interesting thing to discuss the future of, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Especially seeing as you're a professional radio presenter, Ace does radio. I used to do a little bit of radio as well. Mm-hmm. Quite an int- radio. Billy wants to do a bit of radio if he's not got all of his strikes. He'd been thrown yeah. out the window, yeah, like an ugly. Child. He didn't put his hand up before he spoke. Just then did he not? Struck oh. to, yeah. Billy man, levels. <laughs> but um, yeah, this has been how to kill an hour. Plenty of ways to kill an hour out there. Actually, Dev. hey, shout out to our friends over at Freedom of Creation, or as I like to call them, Fuck. <laughs> shout out to the Fox. Design, print, web, and everything in between. Everything in between. <laughs> That's everything. Sandwiches. That's right. Stripper grams. <laughs> That's right. Embroidery. Fucking clay. <laughs> Pigeon shooting. <laughs> freedom of freedom of creation are a one-stop shop that can take care of the simplest poster design to the most complex custom website build known to man. So if you want a website that sells your girlfriend's dirty panties <laughs> or you want a you want a poster of your favourite fucking 
porn star or whatever. I don't know. Use freedom of creation. Notice how both of Dev's example of the internet disgusting porn, basically. Yeah. Um, Our team of designers, Nick and Hiran, (laughs) (laughs) and developers have. Our team of designers and developers, we got a whole fucking sweatshop full of them, uh, have had a hand in creating and maintaining some of the most memorable brands in a number of industries. Make your business stand out in the crowd. Go to freedomofcreation.co.uk. If you want to see a good design and site project, check out howtokillanhour.com. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, fucking awesome. F-O-C. It's fucking awesome. So if you work for Freedom of Creation, as you say fuck, what are the people that work there called fuckers? They're called fucks. <laughs> They're little fucks. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my gosh. One last thing. Yeah, go on, Bill. Uh, just want to apologise to old Devin do you remember last week me and you thought that he said freedom of creation yeah I listened to it back he actually said freedom of no, creation no don't give him any props for that I listened oh, back to that I listened back gosh. to that no he did no no, no. He, t- he said freedom no he got it wrong he got it no, wrong no I didn't you did you did Twitter yeah I got a few tweets last time I was on so what's your Twitter thank you dev underscore 101 follow me for nonsense guff about my gigs that I have coming up and also flimsy political points that I've hurriedly put into 140 characters. Sick. I'm, I'm at Marcus Bronzy. And Billy, you put your hand up so you may speak. I tried to tag you in something on Instagram, Dev. But I'm not on Instagram. I couldn't find you on Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. Why? Because I got a secret Instagram. A secret? A DM sliders. He's, got, we got a slider. I got a secret Instagram. I don't have a Dev right Instagram. There. Yeah, yeah, but that's not... That's that's different. You're a slider. It's a pretend Instagram. You're yeah. a slider. A secret account. But um, all right, cool. Anyway, plenty of ways to kill an hour out there. I've been Marcus Bronzy. I'll be back next week alongside Ace. And I'll be back whenever Ace is off again. <laughs> Marcus needs a rushed replacement. Oh damn, man! You know I love you, bro. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> make sure you keep on rating and subscribing. How to kill an hour? If you've got an iPhone, use that podcast. That man is in your phone. You can't get rid of it. It's native. If you've got any other type of phone, die. No, don't really. No, go to howtokillanhour.com and you can check out our streams on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Uh, we're going to be on Mixcloud by the end of the week. We're also on TuneIn app as well. There's no reason why you can't be listening to us. Stay blessed. Shout out all the ugly babies. We need you. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.